It is the evening of the 12th of June 2019. Good evening and welcome to PBE Daily, the early mornings and late nights podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvombi. A great day has been spent today, though I woke up later than expected. Fatigue is something you can never underestimate. So I did wake up late, but in that one hour that I had a week before I actually started making my walk to the to the office, I actually managed to prep at least five pages of the children's book that I'm working on. Uh, the last image I shared, the clown shield seemed happy. We did a, a bit of back and forth today to share on notes of how certain pages are supposed to be illustrated and colored and i think we're making great headway because i it, it appears i'm so far doing exactly what she expects so that's a good sign uh since then I've, I've been able to get to the office and get some animation work done there was a shot that really was bugging me because i wanted to make pain appear in the character as the character was sitting down and i managed to pull that off so the character would look convincing in the final product so another thing to look forward to as far as that is concerned uh, on the listenership of what I was doing today, I, I, I was curious about one thing that I'm going to just dive right in because even before I started recording this, I was checking out uh, the story of a, a historical character who actually, he fascinates me so much because of how he had to change tact in order to make history come to life. And I think I've mentioned him here before. And the character I'm speaking on is Otto von, Otto von, Bismarck, Otto von Bismarck. Sorry about that. And it's not about him that I'm actually curious. It's about this one thing that was the last chapter that I was listening to in the office before I actually made my way home of the book on history. And the chapter spoke on bureaucracy and how the First World War and the Second World War in many ways was very much influenced by bureaucrats. The character they were speaking on at the time was... Uh, it was a German bureaucrat and, and basically the way they described this particular bureaucrat and what his job was and his job description was this individual's job was to look at the finances that were being used as far as the beginning of the First World War and he he was, his name escapes me and I apologize about that he was one of the guys who helped suggest to the Kaiser, uh, the Emperor of Germany that in order for them to be able to win the First World War or be in a better position in the First World War, they had to let Russia fall. Now, for the Kaiser, it's different because the Tsar of Russia is his first cousin, Tsar Nicholas. And Wilhelm was, uh, was of course, at the behest of, of, of his generals. You have to deal with what you've been provided with. And he was one of the guys who had to sign off on what the, the, the bureaucrat was suggesting suggestion was have a train ferry Vladimir Lenin from Sweden I think through Germany back into Russia in order to destabilize the, the, the power there and have the king deposed and this was done in the comfort of an office space with a pen no weapon had to be lifted and when I was walk, walking home, I was thinking about that particular situation and asking myself, okay, they say the pen is mightier than the sword. And this is a phrase that we've been hearing over and over again. And if you haven't heard it, you've heard it today. And the fascinating thing about the pen is this. In many cases in our current day and age, the pen is what leads to the use of the sword. And by the sword, I mean the weapon, whatever weapon that is actually going to be used in that case. My first actual witnessing of anything that was leading towards let a war begin was America's war on Iraq. And I was watching it from being in Kenya, watching all that unfold. And the older I get, the more I ask myself, okay, power is not really with the guy 
who's head of state powers with the guy right behind him and then the rabbit hole that is the american democracy and the american leadership is what i started really diving into and if you look at the image actually made for this particular podcast i went with the image of uh, a person who i personally consider probably one of the most iconic bureaucrats of his age and i'm not saying that in as a way of applauding him for who he is but or, or applauding what he stood for because i know there are many people in south america who are very unhappy with what he actually put them through and in many other parts of the world but just bear with me i'm trying to be objective without actually looking like i'm being a fan of this guy the character i drew was henry kissinger and the reason why his pen fascinates me is it's alleged that he's one of the leading figures in the making of the petrodollar and the reason why you can't buy oil without using the dollar as the currency of choice and this was because of the deal he struck with Saudi Arabia when Saudi Arabia struck oil in the middle of looking for water and since him I started asking myself well think about the bureaucrats who exist and the idea of the bureaucrat is this the pen pusher is the person who actually makes more, more moves come to life than anybody else let's go further back another pen pusher who we consider of course he probably did fight in a war too I, I'm, I, I have no proof of this so I'm, I'm just running with assumptions so let's just keep it on the pen another pen has to be Niccolo Machiavelli and he's considered the the, the main power player in all, in all things that we think about as far as principalities and powers that come with that and his fascination with Cesare Borgia and I'm sure he's going to come to a time I'm going to really dive into that story. I tried watching the Borgia series but I don't know why I find it difficult to separate the hypersexualized characters from the show they play because it just feels wrong. The, the, the constant need of sexual activity on a TV show to sell it is it I feel it's irrelevant. It's, it's like a cheap cop out and probably the reason why I couldn't watch Spartacus because the sexuality of it all was what actually was overbearing and I couldn't take it it just felt too much I mean if I wanted to watch that I'd just find a porn site and if anything let's just be objective and tell, and tell the story I sometimes miss the days when only a kiss was the most ludicrous and most dirty thing I saw on a, on a movie screen but that's neither here nor there the idea of the power pen has is something that has to be taken very very seriously because it's through a pen or just the ink within the pen or just the ink itself that whole territories of land were taken from native peoples who couldn't speak or write the language of the person who came to visit them and with a thumbprint or a handprint or an x on a piece of paper somebody would come and take your native home wholesale and I've always found it annoying that it used to be a certain leadership and faith in a certain part of the world that would dictate what would happen in another part of the world and how take for example how the scramble of Africa happened and how you you are de- you're determining what's going to happen in certain parts of the world for the expansion of whatever successes you're supposed to have and without negotiating or even speaking to the native people there and then when you get to the native people there your first action is to act like animals and to hurt the peoples of that space and then after the fact still try and maintain that hold so you can still take the resources from those particular spaces and all this happened with pens in certain parts of the world dictating all that my bringing of all this up is not to try flare up angers and um 
raise temperatures of people's uh, take on what the end results or the residual effects of colonialism are because that's not my place to talk I, I barely can speak from that point of view I know bits and pieces and even I find it hard to sometimes read those bits and pieces or even watch those bits and pieces because the anger is so easy to come to the surface but I try to understand things that would be wrong with the world I live in by studying other parts of the world that have probably experienced them already and have already made it past what those situations were. And when I think about bureaucrats, it's what I actually consider because for the longest time as a kid, there's, there's that time you always ask, like, what would you like to be when you grow up? You say an astronaut or blah, blah, blah. I was one of those cheesy kids who was thinking about a presidency. And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I don't, I don't think I want to be head of state. There's no fun in being head of state. I think there's more fun in being the guy who suggests things for the head of state. You don't get to be the guy who actually needs a head to be chopped off for the purpose of appeasing the people if you suggest things it changes perception and by suggesting those things you become the most powerful person in that space and the pen continues to be mightier because the pen dictates everything if there's no signature on that check then there is no money and power continues to fascinate me and when i think about power and i think about how power is being lost or gained in the and the fear of losing this power it, it kind of you could tell from just based upon the last episode i did like the episode from yesterday we were talking about how the fear of being considered irrelevant or being considered non-empowered or weakened to society or, or of low use to society though there's a power being lost there or there's a power to be gained there and that's why i've always been built on a respect for meritocracy more than than just uh having a person rise because of affiliation you'd rather your merit be what brings you into a door and then you earn the respect of the people within that door and i've seen that happen with a lot of my pals and even when it comes to certain jobs like even today i i got a call about a job that i would, I would have loved to host that event but when I, when I had the brief and i had what was supposed to be done with the brief i'm the first person to say i'm not the guy for the job and i suggest somebody else to do it there's no shame in saying that when you know you're going to be of more damage than good on a certain piece of work you just pass it to the next guy so maybe that was me being a bureaucrat in my own sense by making them connect to each other and having that take its own path maybe that's my take on things that's why again let's go back to a tv show called uh, game of thrones lord varus was my favorite character because all he did was just get information and have his spiders pass the information and then use the information he attains to better things. Bureaucracy. A character like uh, Tyrion, the only reason he exists is because he was supposed to be the representation of proper bureaucracy. And as I grow older, I get more curious about how things move than moving them myself. And the hope is to make it that the pen I use not only visually gives people appealing work, but sometimes it makes an impact that would lead to even greater successes because i'll be the first to tell you that it's not about being the guy first in the room it's to be the guy who when i get in the room i get the most when i leave i play the long game and the quantity game and the, the long game for me is this you can only claim power for so long 
but even if you leave the room and they still feel they need your presence back in the room after you step out then you truly have power and the only way to attain such power is through integrity of character and playing the long game i'd never really walk into a room expecting everything to just go my way but if it does great if it does not let me see how if i'm to still stay in the room i could be of greater relevance thereafter and pen pushers are the guys who do this properly like i would love to get into the mind of a person who's been like let's say the governor of the central bank with the current with the new currencies being brought into the country like i'd love to sit down with this guy because he's just got his tenure renewed and i'd really like to sit down with this pen pusher and ask questions another kind of person i really like to talk is a person like kevin foggy from the marvel studios he was the founder of it all 10-year plan 20-year plan to try and make sure you make movies that are impactful and multi-billion industry these are people worth talking to and the only way i can talk to them is probably just earn the right or probably just make a few tweets go around here and there and see what happens after that like for example there's one person i feel i really need to tweet and it's probably andrew ma that i talk about his work so much it's only fair that he sees at least one piece of information that actually was born from his work so i'm going to try do that hit or miss it doesn't matter just i'll do what is necessary as far as reaching out is concerned but the power of the pen continues to compel me the power of the pen in politics and the power of the pen in business is another thing i need to watch out for so that's another journey of rabbit holes I'm good I'm getting into but we're going to find our way back to philosophy and psychology and all these things that I've been interested in but the artwork continues the comic book art is going to come back soon and I'm happy with the fact that the more I grow the more I grow and we're going to get to get to understand pens even better as time goes by but until then say it with me be Caesar or be nothing at all you guys have a lovely night Until tomorrow night when we get to do another episode, let me get me some rest because I do not want to be a useless schmuck when I get into the office tomorrow. Productivity is everything to me. PBE out. God bless.